tweet from 6th of August 2019. Haha, more like 30 to 50 feral frogs, am I right? Makes you think. They got two likes. Hi there, this is Morg. I am uh, Mr. Underscore Org on Twitter, and this is the podcast. Morg reads his own tweets out loud. In this podcast, I read my own tweets out loud, like this one. I'm dungeoning some dragons again in a few weeks. It's going to be a good time. And then about 15 minutes later, well, we sold out. Because we did our 24th of August D&D live show at Bats Theatre in Wellington did sell out, and we have... Some great new shows coming up after that in October and November. I'll be tweeting a bit more about those later on in this podcast. So we'll just sit tight for now. 7th of August 2019. Today marks one year since the death of my beloved grandma, Felice. Miss her every day. Love heart emoji. And I put a wonderful little photo of my beloved grandma, Felice, and me smiling. And my lovely wee beastie daughter also in there. And, um... Oh, it just makes my heart smile. I was out walking today with our lovely dog, May, and we walked past Felice's house. Felice, of course, has not been in there for over a year. Um, but May still immediately pulled on the lead to get inside that driveway and go up to that front door because she remembers all the lovely treats and affection she got in there. Um, and so do I. So do I. Six days ago, I tweeted, You've got everything but the kitchen sink in here. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. I don't know how to deliver it. It works best when, I guess, without effect. I'll try again. You've got everything but the kitchen sink in here. Let that sink in. There you go. That's probably the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Um, that was a bit of comedy because on Twitter people like to say, let that sink in as a way of emphasizing that they've said something that you need to ponder for a moment. But what you're pondering in this case is uh, that the kitchen, there's no, you can figure it out. Anyway, they got six likes and two retweets and a reply from me saying, I'm sorry, I have a cold. I did have a cold. You know that thing where you have a big pile of movies to watch on Netflix and you say, I'm too busy to watch these right now. I will wait until I have a sick day and I will sit down and I will watch them. And then when you actually have a sick day, you can't concentrate for the duration of a gif, let alone a movie, so you don't actually watch any of them, and you end up in exactly the same situation. That's pretty much what happened with me. Um, lots and lots of retweets. Sometimes I'll add a one-word comment attached to them, um, but I'm still a bit down on Twitter. I'm not as miserable about it as I was a few weeks ago, but Twitter's still awful. It's a still a horrible hell site and we should all leave it immediately and um, go and embrace the world and breathe deep. Um, except that it is such a good way of connecting with what's happening and knowing what's up and seeing all the funny people out there being entertaining and all the heartfelt people being um, engaging and often those are the same people. So I do love Twitter even though I hate it. It's the endless dance, the endless dance. Um, one of the tweets that I shared with a short comment, this tweet is fucking superb. Excuse the blue language, mother. Um, but that tweet was from a user named I Wanna Be Jessica. And she was replying to Stefan, I'm not even going to say his name, but one of those, um, basically those white supremacist guys. And he was um, being an idiot. And she replied with this thing about how imagining if the cultural norm was that you should feel ashamed as a man leaving the house without an erection. 
Um, and it was very funny and very insightful. Um, it was all about how uh, women wear makeup, basically, and um, the expectations and the pressures that are put on them. Um, uh, Kirsten, another Twitter user, then developed that with a whole bunch of what happens if you do and if you don't wear an artificial boner. Um, and that was very, very funny stuff. So I retweeted that. I'm not going to read it all out, but trawl my timeline and find those because that was great stuff. Three days ago, launch day. Very excited to share our sold out Wellington shows with the world. Diceratops comedians and improvisers bring tabletop games to the stage. We are funny and good. Warning may contain dungeons and or dragons. And that's sharing the news, the Diceratops podcast is live. It's called Diceratops Presents, and it is out, and you can find it, except on iTunes, because even though it seems that it's on iTunes, right at the moment, just before I started recording, I was trying to see it, and it's not listed in some places, and it's all a bit weird. But anyway, it's um, a great podcast. It's a really fun show where comedians and improvisers jump on stage with me, and we play Dungeons and & Dragons, and we have a good time, and you don't need to know anything about the game to enjoy it, and it's, um, it's, it's good. It's good. I recommend it. I like it very much. Diceratops presents, find it and see it and enjoy it and you will be grateful. Um, I went into the backstory of that a bit over a year ago. I tweeted this. This is on the 12th of August. I'd had an idea I thought was cool and idly wondered if I might spark some action and maybe get involved behind the scenes in something. After all, if Wellington of all places can't support a D&D comedy show, what city could? And I'm quote tweeting a tweet from May last year, 2018, where I say, So Auckland and Christchurch both have comedy D&D things. If Wellington wants to catch up, I have a killer pitch. Doing a D&D show makes you rich, right? Sure it does. Um, so that was the tweet. That was the tweet that started it all. It earned a quick reply from an old friend and I got to know some amazing people and it became clear we could do the thing. So we did. This week is a milestone for us as we've launched a podcast to make our ridiculously fun shows accessible to everyone everywhere. The preview app is up now with more shows coming up at Bats Theatre and Amazing Players. Oh, I haven't said other names, so I won't say those ones. I'm very excited about what's ahead. I just want to issue a big public thanks to Fraser, Tom, Stephen and Jared for responding to that initial random tweet. You're awesome people. I'm very glad to know you all. And if you're reading this, or in the case of people on the podcast, if you're listening to this, and you like funny people being funny, follow Diceratops NZ, come to our shows, and check out our podcast. And a final shout out to Nick Sampson's Waterdeep Mountain High in Auckland and Brenda Bennett's Dungeon and Comedians in Christchurch for showing how live comedy D&D can work and Fate of Ison for being super supportive throughout. Check them out too. Those are all great sources for getting some dragony dungeony fun in your ear holes. Latest installment of the continuing saga, fraudulent email that isn't even trying by the standards of fraudulent email. A message from a sender named Woman. And the email excerpt goes, Woman, to me, hey, hey, I'm a very good girl. So I didn't fall for that. I kept going, kept going, and uh, Woman has uh, emailed me, I think, three more times since then. So we'll, yeah, we'll see how we go. Uh, in 2016, in 2016, I blogged that the scariest thing about the ascent of Trump was that it would embolden the worst people. And it turns out the worst people are far worse than I ever could have imagined. This moment in time is a horror show. 
and that was a retweet of some some comments by RVA Wonk about events in Norway. Um, I don't need to go into what the specific events was because whenever you listen to this, I'm sure you will be able to call to mind some of the horrible things that have been going on lately. I'm talking about all of them. They're all bad. It's all bad. And the bad people are just loving life right now. Um, yeah, there's some real worst people out there. Real worst people out there. Um, it was nice to see Rose Matafeo getting a uh, HBO Max and BBC Three team-up deal. Um, that's very cool. I tweeted about that with the single word Rose in capital letters. Um, that's a bit of uh, celebrity name-checking. Um, but I'm not looking for Rose Matafeo to be the celebrity sponsor for this podcast. I'm more leaning towards Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay would be a great celebrity friend for my podcast. Every podcast needs a celebrity friend so you can name drop them and uh, feel um, feel famous by association. And uh, I saw Gordon Ramsay, well I believe I did, in Wellington. And so I tweeted about it moments after I saw him. And I said, did I just see Gordon Ramsay pull an ill-advised U-turn on Vivian Street? Sure looked like him. Uh, I mean, Guzney Street, Vivian is one way, of course, not that ill-advised. Sure looked like Gordon Ramsay. I don't know that he's in New Zealand right now. His TV show has featured an episode of uh, New Zealand content right about the moment, which is in all the newspapers, but I don't think he himself is in town, but it really did look like him. So I'm going to presume that it either was him or it was someone wearing a Gordon Ramsay mask, like a full... Um, beautiful art mask that was made to resemble his face. I think uh, that would be a very convincing explanation for what I saw. Um, and I'm pretty sure that I, I saw the lips of that mask or that Gordon Ramsay person uh, moving in the shape of um, numerous expletives as he was performing this U-turn. So that would fit. Everything fits. It all fits. I think it was him. Oh gosh, yesterday, yesterday, um, the panel, Radio New Zealand's The Panel, uh, did a did a Twitter engagement thing where they said, what's a Shakespeare quote you've always remembered? And I replied, quote tweeting, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day, which is a joke that you will get if you understand West Side Story. Um, I also retweeted a uh, movie poster for a double feature of Babe Pig in the City and Mad Max Fury Road. The poster says Babe Fury Road and there's a um, cute picture of a pig. And um, I replied with some upset, what the fuck are they thinking? The correct double feature is Babe Pig in the City and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. FFs. 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 Just in case anyone thinks I'm being silly, Pig in the City's Thunderdome sequence is at the end of the clip. And then I link to the clip at the end of Babe, Pig in the City, where they recreate the Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome Thunderdome sequence. Because that's a crazy movie. I like it. I think I like it. I do like it. It's been a long time since I've seen it. But yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So there was a giant penguin. A giant penguin's been found. Uh, well, not a live one. The fossil of a giant penguin, about um, over one and a half meters tall. I retweeted this news with the comment to Kelly Lee, which is another deep cut reference to Lovecraftian fiction. Uh, but if you're a deep cut nerd, then you will have got that as well. Um, and I've also been tweeting about our new Diceratops podcast, which we are hopefully going to get on the iTunes store any moment now, so you can listen to it. Bit by bit, all the pieces are slotting into place. We're now listed on iTunes. Except it seems to be in French for some reason. I don't I don't really know how that works. Um, so that's going to bring my tweets for the week to an end. 
I think my tweet of the week is definitely Gordon Ramsay. Seeing Gordon Ramsay doing a U-turn was um, a very exciting celebrity sighting. And uh, I'm just going to make that the tweet of the week because no one else has um, provided me with a good celebrity contact so far. No celebrities have got in touch. I'm a bit disappointed with celebrities out there not leaping on this opportunity. It shows, but it's a bit disrespectful to the podcast medium, I would think, but... I think Gordon Ramsay's, uh, he's going to be a good one. I can just look forward to to knowing that he is a loyal follower of this podcast and listens to every episode. So, um, nice one. Good job, Gordon Ramsay. I am Morg, and you can find me at Twitter, Mr. Underscore Org. And this, um, this podcast has its own website now, which is nice. Um, and I'm not going to say the URL because it's too complicated, but you can probably Google it up or find it on my Twitter feed or I don't know, whatever. But we've got a website. So that's pretty good. Everything's good. Hooray. The world is falling to pieces, but there are giant penguins and celebrity chefs doing U-turns on inappropriate streets. So how bad can it be in the end? How bad can any of it be? You take care out there.